Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. Jesse, every time you read a piece of land given to a tribe, you come up with some redemptive story for that tribe and its namesake and show how it's a promise fulfilled. And you know what? I'm a big fan of dystopian dark stuff, so I'm a little bit tired of all these happy endings for these people. Well, guess what? My pessimistic friend, this is the tribe for you. It's time to talk about the allocation of land for the tribe of Dan, the tribe missing at the roll call in the book of Revelation. Ugh. Let's look at it. Joshua chapter 19, verse 40. The seventh lot came out for the tribe of Dan's descendants by their clans. The territory their inheritance included Zorah, Eshtael, Ir Shemesh, Sha'alabin, Aijalon, Ithla, Elon, Timnah, Ekron, Elteka, Gibbethon, Baalith, Jehud, Benebarak, uh, Gathrimon, Mejarkin, and Rakon, with the territory facing Joppa. When the territory of the descendants of Dan slipped out of their control, they went up and fought against Leshem, captured it, and struck it down with the sword, so they took possession of it, lived there, and renamed Leshem after their ancestor Dan. This was the inheritance of the tribe of Dan's descendants by their clans, these cities with their settlements. Here is that translated under the form of a map. Here's Dan's allocation right here. So we've got uh, on the southernmost portion, there's Judah. Simeon kind of dwells within it. We talked about why. Um, and we've seen Asher and Naphtali up here at the top with uh, Manasseh and its two portions. But Dan is right here in the middle. And then what's going to happen as the narrative progressive, uh, progresses is that that's not going to be sufficient for the tribe of Dan, according to the tribe of Dan. When we get to the book of Judges, chapter 18, they're going to send scouts out. They're going to try to do their own thing. They're going to commit uh, terrible acts of idolatry. They're going to effectively renounce their own national identity over time. Here's what Jacob said about his son, Dan, the original Dan. Dan will judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Dan will be a snake by the road, a viper beside the path that bites the horse's heels so that its rider falls backward. I wait for your salvation, Lord. He's speaking in riddles here, but some commentators have noted a connection between this and the Proto-Euangelion, as it's called, in the book of Genesis, this foreshadowing about the gospel, about how the devil, that ancient serpent who's been lying from the beginning, I believe that ontologically the devil has been the serpent in Eden since the beginning, and I think that Revelation chapter 12 and chapter 19 confirm that. So here's, here's, more, of a, here's more of like a, you know, a snake-like attribute, but it's ascribed to Dan. There's some who believe that the reason Dan's missing in Revelation is that uh, it really becomes, it could be that the Antichrist is somehow descended from the tribe of Dan. I don't think that's entirely accurate, and I'll share why in just a moment. Uh, here's here's a, a quick flyover of what they did in Judges 18. If you want more of it, it's in our series, Failure, Lust, and Loss. I think by the time we got to, oddly enough, what would have... What could have been the coolest number of all the numbers of devotion, 777, um, ends up being about the grossest chapter in the grossest book of the Bible, and it all stemmed from Dan's idolatry. So they send, um, they, they send scouts out 
to go look for more land. They come upon a peaceful people and they kill them. They see a priest for hire who's not really a priest anyway, and they make him their own. Uh, in Deuteronomy 33, 22, he said about Dan, Dan is a young lion leaping out of Bashan. Okay, this is also kind of open to interpretation. But then this is another one of those prophecies that leads people to think that the Antichrist or the beast, as he's known in the book of Revelation, may be descended from the tribe of uh, of Dan. From Dan, the snorting of horses is heard. Think about like the rider of the first horse of the four horsemen of the apocalypse is the, the Antichrist. He has this bow, uh, but with no arrows and these olive branches because it's a false piece. It quickly gives way to the second horse of the apocalypse and there's war and then death. Uh, so this is a this is a vague connection, but here it is from Dan. The snorting of horses is heard at the sound of the neighbor, uh, the neighing of mighty steeds. The whole land quakes. They come to devour the land and everything in it, the city and all its residents. So some would uh, some would read in, into uh, Jeremiah eight sixteen that the Antichrist, the beast, is descended from the tribe of Dan. Now, by the time we get to Second Chronicles, uh, which is also like kind of a compilation of the events of first Kings and second Kings and, and that kind of thing. There's the, you, you can see that the people from the, the Danites were intermarrying with uh, the people of Tyre. And so their whole ethnic identity really just seems betrayed and lost. Now here's revelation seven, and we can see the 12,000 from every tribe. Uh, there it is. Every tribe. There's Judah, Reuben, Gad, Asher, Naphtali, Manasseh. So we can see that there, uh, you know, there, there are two now from the, the sons of, of, of Joseph, right? Simeon, Levi, Issachar, Zebulun, Joseph, uh, and Benjamin. And so you could kind of count into this. There's, there's Joseph and there's Manasseh. And um, man, you know, there's no Dan listed here. Why isn't Dan present in the end times? Well, I will submit to you, Dan disappeared from the roll call a whole lot sooner than the book of Revelation. In First Chronicles chapter, I think it's chapters four through seven, uh, we have all of the descendants cataloged, right? Like in, in First Chronicles four, <clears throat> uh, it begins with Judah's descendants. And then uh, who is next in this particular count? I forget, forgive me. Uh, yeah, Simeon is next. And we go through all the different tribes, and there's no Dan present, even back in First Chronicles chapter 4. So what gives here? Why are they not in Revelation? Well, more pertinently, I think, is why aren't they in First Chronicles 4? I think that they lost their identity. They lost their ethnic identity, intermarried completely. They gave themselves over, um, and, yeah, you know, they... They are the facilitators and perpetrators and initiators, the instigators of the worst of the book of Judges. And by the time we get to First uh, Chronicles chapter 4, there's no Danite tribal affiliation with the people of God to speak of. So I, I think that they went out from the people of God in the Old Testament. Here is a New Testament teaching that brings some of this to bear because you and I might apply this saying like, hang on a second, like the tribe of Dan was given their, their plot of land. It was kind of centrally located. They were surrounded by brothers 
You know, well, here's the thing. As they sent scouts out, that means that they sent scouts into neighboring tribes. If uh, the tribe of Asher were to expand northward, they would go deeper into the territory of Tyre, you know, in Sidon. Uh, if the tribe of East Manasseh were to expand eastward, then they would be they would be taking land from from uh, you know more uh, uh, more nations outside of Israel. But if Dan expands, it's because they're just stealing land allocated to other tribes. They're committing one of the acts that was considered unfor yeah, that was considered an abomination, uh, moving a boundary marker. Uh, in this proclamation that the tribes of Asher uh, and and Naphtali and and others participated in, Dan's missing because they have completely renounced and dissolved and lost their ethnic identity. Here's First John chapter two verse nineteen. Insofar as it pertains to a New Testament believer who does the same thing, they went out from us, but they did not belong to us. For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. However, they went out so that it might be made clear that none of them belongs to us. This is 1 John chapter 2, verse 19. What are we to do with Dan? As New Testament believers, when you see someone proclaim Christ and then ultimately renounce Christ, according to 1 John 2, 19, that means they were never actually saved. They were never really of us to begin with. That's trickier to apply retroactively as an interpretation of what happens to the tribe of Dan because that's New Testament believers looking into an Old Testament text. And we know that Dan was originally part of, you know, the, the, the 12 tribes of Israel because their, their namesake is one of the sons of the patriarchs of Israel. And yet they're not found anywhere. Um, really following the events, uh, the, the, the catalog of First Chronicles chapter 4, much less Revelation. But in the same way that there, uh, there was Matthias to step up and replace Judas, because there have to be 12 all the time, I believe this is kind of what happens with Ephraim and Manasseh, these two sons of, of Joseph. There has to be somebody to step up, because that number 12 is deliberate. It's important. It's, it's, it's written in heaven forevermore. It affects this, the architecture of the city of heaven and the gates surrounding it. All of this is within God's sovereign control and his perfect foreknowledge. He was not caught off guard by what would seem to be like just the, the dissolution of the tribe of Dan giving way wholly to uh, you know, just assimilation into Phoenician peoples. None of this is lost on God. Hence, the book of Revelation describes something that hasn't happened yet. When you see someone completely renounce God, according to 1 John chapter 2, verse 19, they were never actually in Christ. So, I, for one, for what it's worth, am not totally persuaded that the Antichrist would descend from the, the, the tribe of Dan, um, but uh, that's because I just see them missing a whole lot sooner than the book of Revelation. When someone renounces Christ and goes to their grave, as far as we know, maintaining that denouncement, it indicates that they were never really in Christ to begin with. Make every effort to make your calling and election sure, my friends.